Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Yaakov Carmel. Meseches Nedarim has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yehuda Koenig in loving memory of Malka and Aaron Svi Krausman. We're up to Nedarim, Daf Pe'al from Bez, towards the bottom of the Yomit. Gemara says, Boi minei rova meir of Nachman, Tashmish amito l'rabonon, inoi nefeshu, aidvarim shabainoi l'veino. Rova Shaila is, how do we view Tashmish amito? Is it inoi nefesh, or it's only dvarim shabainoi l'veino? And the Nafkmina is that La Atzmei Mefer La Acherim Ene Mefer. The Gemara brings a raya from the Brisa of Netula Nimin HaYehudim. But Allah is Yafir Chelkoi Umeshamestoi Utehe Netula Min HaYehudim. So you see that it's not a nether of Ine Nefesh because if it will be a nether of Ine Nefesh, the Hafaro will be chal to everybody. Since over here we're saying that Hafaro is only Matir Hitzchelik and she's still also to everyone else, it's a raya that it's considered a nether of Dvarim Shveinoi Leveino. On that, the Gemara is madcha, that maybe that whole Mishnah is only according to Rabbi Yaisi, because all the Mishnahis in our parak are going according to Rabbi Yaisi, and this Shiloh will still be Nikea according to the Rabbanon. It's the Surah Sashmites of our Gemara. Now, there's a big Shiloh in the Rashaynim. What exactly is the case of Netul Ani Minayihudim? The Ran explains that it means Sha'asra Hanos Tashmisham Oleha, that she's answering herself from having enough from them. That means that we're not saying that they're not allowed to have enough from her. Rather, she can't have enough from them. So that's very understandable. Because even though she's been to her husband to do Tashmish, that all means that she can't ask for him from having enough from her. Because she's been to do Tashmish to him. But that's not going to stop her from asking herself from having enough from his Tashmish. So everything would be understandable according to the Ran. However, the Torah, in Simon Reish Lamadalat, in Yeridea, he learns that she's actually answering them from having enough from her. So the obvious Shaila is that she's Meshubedes to her husband. And we know throughout the Perek, throughout the Masechta, that any time she has a Shiva to her Baal, Almua Shibuda Labal, and her Kainim can't be Mavkiyah that Shibud. That means she has no Kayach, no power to make a Neder against the Shibud that she has to her Baal. So if the case of Netula Nimin Yehudim is that she's answering her husband from having Hanah from her Tashmish, that nether shouldn't be chal. So why does he want to say, that he has to be made for his chalik to, to allow him to be Meshamish's wife, her Sheba to him to do Tashmish, the nether shouldn't be chal. This is the base Yosef's Kasha on the Torah. How could the Torah not learn like the Ran? How could the Torah explain that in Tula means that the husband can't have enough from his wife, she's Meshubid, to do this mice of Tashmish and give him that Hano. So the Bach answers the Beis Kasha, B'Shem the Mashal, and he says that in Hanami we find that you cannot make a neder when you have a Sheba to the Baal. But when you make a neder that includes other people, so including this neder is something that could be Chal. Because in this case, when you say Netula Ni Min HaYehudim, so she's answering all the people in the world, all Yidin, from having Hanah from her Tashmish. And since Ligavi, everyone besides her husband, she's not Meshubedes to give them a Tashmish, to give them this Hanah. Therefore, Ligavi, everyone else, the nether could be Chal. Therefore, she could add on, and she could be Kailo, her husband, even though she's Meshubed to do Tashmish to her husband. But since the nether, Bikloli, is including people that she's not Meshubedes to, and therefore the nether could be Chal, so you could be Kailo in this nether, and Easter to her husband also. That means there's a din 
that when you have a problem of shibud, you could get around that problem by making the nether on people and things that you're not meshubah to, therefore the nether has a makam to be chala. Once it's being chala, you could be koilal, even things that you're meshubah to. There's a shita sabach to answer the Beis Yosef. However, the Taz in Yeridea, Sibimesh Lamadalit, and Sivkotan and Taz, he argues and he holds there's no such halacha, there's no such din that if you kill other things in the nether, and therefore there is a makam for the nether to be chal, therefore even the part of the nether that shouldn't be chal, because you have a shiver on that part, the Bach says, B'Shem the Mashal, that since part of it could be chal, the entire nether is chal, the Taz argues on that premise. The Taz says that we find throughout the parak a lot of cases that are very kolyistic in nether, and still we say the halacha, the Yemesh Rebbe, is Lamashal, he says, we have the Gemara of Pehei Mabez, if she's Mekadosh her Yadayim, so she's Mekadosh her Yadayim, her Maisi Yadayim, that the husband cannot be Nana from her Maisi Yadayim. Now she never mentioned her husband's name. She said, I'm Mekadosh my, da- my, my Yadayim, lo Yisayim. So the Gemara says, that you must have this Labal and it can't be Chal. based on the logic of the Bach and the Marshal, that any time you include other people, so since Lagavi other people, there's no Sheba, therefore it's Chal, Lagavi them, therefore we can include the Baal also. So what's the one is Kashna Peheim base? Why don't we say, since it's Chal, Lagavi everyone else, it can be Chal, Lagavi your husband also. So the Taz says that the Bach misunderstood the Marshal, Marshal is only coming to answer a different question, and that you cannot use the Marshal to explain how the nether could be chal according to the Torah, even though she's Meshubed. You can't use Kailal to get out of the problem of Meshubedas. Now the Avdi Meluim answers the Taz is right. The Avdi Meluim in Chuvis, Chuva Yudbeis, he says that the entire Taz of the Taz, from the case of Maisidaim, is not a raya, not like the Yisrael of the Mashal and the Bach, that you could use Kailal to get out of the problem of being Meshubed. He says it's a very specific, unique din that we have in the case of Maisi Yadayim. Because my Maisi Yadayim, the Allah is that her Yadayim are Meshubedes Labal. She has to work and give a certain amount of Maisi Yadayim to her Baal. Now usually a kind of is Mafkiya Shibud, but we have this halacha, we'll have further on in the parak that Amu'a L'Shibudah the Baal, the Rabbanon strengthened this Shibud and said that the Kainim, the Nada can't be Mafkiya this Shibud. That means they gave him a schus in her yadayim, such a strong schus, that she can't go and make a kainim and knock out the sheba. But if we understand it like that, that he has a tremendous schus in the yadayim, and such, such a strong schus that she can't make a kainim to knock it out, so then you can't say that you kailal other people and therefore it's chal and the baal also, because since they were amul, she would the baal, and he has such a strong schus in her yadayim, so her yadayim are not she's not able to be Aser these Yedayim to other people because these hands are Meshubah Labayla. They're not really hers. Since they're Ki'ilu Kone Labal, so she has no power to Aser them to anybody. So it preempts you from doing the Kailu. If she would have a power to make a nether that was Kailu things that she's not Meshubah on, then obviously the Mabach and the Mashal are right. You can be Kailu the husband and the Shibit also. Over here what we're saying is that in a case of Yadayim, that is a shibit of her Yadayim, that she's Meshubit to, to use the Yadayim to give to her husband, so they were Amul to that shibit that he has rights in her hands. If he has rights in her hands, how could she go and ask her hands to other people? She's not the sole owners of her hands. The Torah was Amul, the Shibudah, the Baal, that he has a schus in her hands. So she has no power to make any nether on her hands. Masha'enkein in our case of Tashmish, 
all they did by Tashrish is that you must, you have a tremendous chiv to your husband, a tremendous shibud to your husband to do Tashrish. Now, there's no way to say that that's such a strong shibud of Tashrish to your husband that you don't have a power to answer other people. There's no schus in the isha, you don't own any part of the isha to do Tashrish. By Yadayim, we can understand that the Amul, she would the Baal was, they will mailam the schus in her Yadayim. So then we can say that therefore she can't go and make a nether on your dime and other people. Therefore you can't use the idea of kailu because you have no way to get off the ground. Even if and therefore she can't make a nether, that's not going to preempt her from making a nether and being kailu other people. Since she is making other people and it has a makam to be chal, therefore she can be kailu her husband and it will be chal. So according to the Avni Meluim, we could return to the terrets of the Bach and the Mashal that the answer for the tour, we had the Beisayis Kasha, how could she go and ask her, her husband from having Hana from her, I should Meshubed. So the Bach and the Mashal answered with the sight of Kailul. The Taz said, we find from the case of Maisi Yedayim that we don't say Kailul, the Avnim Lu was being Mechalik in the cases, only by the case of Yedayim, there you can't use the sight of Kailul, because he is Kanui, her hands. But in the case of Tashmish, you could use the sight of Kailul. Now the Avnim Luim, and that Simon points out that he really has a problem with this whole kailu. Because what are we saying? That you're answering your husband's tashmish, which really shouldn't work because you're mashubit to do tashmish to your husband. But we're saying since it's chal on the other people, therefore, once it's chal on one person, it can be chal on the husband also. In fact, the Adam Meluim, why is it chal on the other people? The other people are also to you because you're an ish. So, Mitzad, your husband, you have a problem of being Meshubit, so it can't be Chal. And Mitzad, the other people, you should have a problem that you're being Neidur on a Dvar Mitzvah. It's already usher to do Tashmish to those people, because you're an Eshes Ish. And he points out, you can't say that it's Chal on the other people, Migu, that it's Chal on the Baal, because we're saying it's only Chal on the Baal, Migu, that it's Chal on the other people. So how does it start? Each Chalik of this Nether has a problem with it being Chal. On the Baal, there's no Eshes Ish, but you're Meshubit. On the other people, there's an Israel Eshish Tish, even though you're not Meshubit. So the Adam Loom says that that doesn't bother him, because a lot of the Bishayim speak out, and the Afid Chesim obeys, that Nether could be Chal on the Isser, since the Isser, the Torah made, is Chal on the Gavra, and the Nether is more Chal on the Chefsa, therefore you do not have the problem of Ein Isser Chal on the Isser, therefore you would be able to make a Nether and ask for something that's already Asr, therefore you could retain this Territ from the Bach and the Marshal that is working with the Klal of Kailal, that means you can make the nether to answer the tashmish to the other people, even though there's an iseracious issue over here, but there's still mocking for the nether to be chal. Once the nether finds mocking to be chal, therefore you can be called the husband also, that even though you mashub it to the husband, it's still going to be chal with this yisad of kail. Now, continuing on with the Gemara, the Gemara said that this shaila, if tashmish amita is inoy nefesh or dvarmish is Tolin and Rabbi Huda, is Rabbi Yaisi and the Rabbanon. That even though we have a Raya from the Mishnah that is considered Dvarn Shabbat that's all according to Rabbi Yaisi. But according to Rabbanon, it might be Inu Nefesh. Now this needs Havana. Because all we found is now Mishnah, Machlaikis, the Rabbanon and Rabbi Yaisi, how do we view Rechitza and Kishot? So Kipshut, they learn, is a localized Machlaikis. What's Rechitza and what's Kishot? How do we know, Mehecha Tezer to say, that every time we have a Shailah, L'mashal Tashanamita, there might be a difference between Rabbi Yaisi and the Rabbanon. Mehechatei said to be Mechalik, between anything besides the cases that we had in the Mishnah. 
So Kipshuta, you'll learn that all the Gemara means is we see the Rabbanon have a wider, more liberal approach to inner nefesh, and they consider more things inner nefesh. If Yaisi holds it harder to consider something inner nefesh, and therefore Rechitza and Kishur are not considered inner nefesh, so just because we find that Rabbi does not consider Tasha Mita inner nefesh, it's not a riot to the Rabbanon. But Lachar, you could say much clearer than that, because the Rajba, an Awasugya, a little further on in the Yomad, on Shmuel's halacha, he says a tremendous chiddush. The Gemara says, "Amar Shmuel mismei delevi kol nedarim bal mefer leishtei chutz min anasi alplani sheene mefer avol anas plani alai mefer." Now, there's a big challenge that we're showing him. What exactly is Shmuel's point? Shmuel starts off the first line that he says is "kol nedarim bal mefer leishtei." So the Ran is quick to point out that that does not really make sense. Why should you be able to be made for all nedarim? We know there's a tenai of inner nefesh. Or Dvarim So the Ran says, obviously Shmuel means Kol Nedarim of Inner Nefesh. Then a Baal can be made for Ishtar. But the other Rishonim are bothered, and they must exactly the Chiddush. Obviously, in the Dharm that are Inner Nefesh, the Baal can be made for. So the Rajba says a tremendous Chiddush. The Rajba says that Shmuel is telling us that every nether in the world, a Baal can be made for Ishtar, even if it's seemingly not an Inner Nefesh, still Shmuel holds that. Every nether is considered inner nefesh. Since it might come to an inner nefesh, that means right now she says she won't sit on a certain chair. What's the big deal? She has other chairs. On that we say, since it might come to an inner nefesh, it might be that she needs that chair. Therefore, balcony made for any nether. Every single nether in the world, there's a possibility that it will come to an inner nefesh. That's the Chiddush of Shmuel. If that's the understanding of Shmuel, so it's very understandable that that would be what the Rabbanon are saying in our Mishnah. If the Rabbanon and if Yaisi are arguing in our Mishnah, if Kishut and Mechitza are Inu Nefesh or Dvam Shemin so if we understand like the Rajbah's Havon and Shmuel, that is the Yisraeli and Al-Sugi, then every nether that might come to an Inu Nefesh is considered Inu Nefesh. So Mishnah, that's Chan the Rabbanon also. The Rabbanon are arguing with Yaisi and they say that Kishut and Mechitza are inner nefesh because they might come to a situation of inner nefesh. So then the Gemara says that Yitach and the Tashnamita also would be considered an inner nefesh because it might come to a situation of inner nefesh. Because it's not a star that Shmuel is making up a third shita, not like a BST and not like the Rabbanon. So from Shmuel we see that every nether that might come to an inner nefesh is considered inner nefesh. So there's a big muck into Mechalik between a BST and the Rabbanon because the Rabbanon might have a tremendous different approach to the whole Indian of Inu Nefesh. I mean, Yabiyasi obviously holds it's a case-by-case situation, and since in this case, a regular standard case of Kishin and Rechitza, there's no Inu Nefesh, therefore it only has the halachas of Dvam Shemineh but the Rabbanon that hold is considered Inu Nefesh, is Mestama that they hold, like Shmuel's Havonah, that anything that might come to Inu Nefesh is also considered Inu Nefesh, and therefore it's possible that they would consider Tashanamita also a Dabra of Inu Nefesh. And the actual truth is that once we say this is Pshan and Shmuel, so then we really shouldn't have a something by Tash and either. And this is really what the Ran points out, and that's how the Rajma goes. The Ran brings uh, Ikamanda Omar that Enachanami the Gemara was not Paishit the Shailo in the Sugi alone, but since we bring down Shmuel later on, that says you can be made for all Nadarim, obviously Tash is considered Inu Nefesh. And the Ran argues on that Pshat because all Shmuel meant was that you can be made for Nadarim of Inu Nefesh. So Rajbah, Lashitasi, learns 
that Shmuel is telling us you can be made for every nether in the world. Not only in the Dharma of inner Nefesh, because any nether that might come to inner Nefesh is considered under the guidelines and the category of inner Nefesh. Therefore, the Gemara was placed the Shaila of Tashamita, that according to Rabbanon, this would be considered inner Nefesh. Now, continuing on with Shmuel's statement, Shmuel says that every nether about can be made for his wife, except for Hanasi Alpoini. If she's answering other people from having enough from her, over there there's no aspect of Inay Nefesh, and therefore he can't be made for. So the Ritzvah is bothered, what exactly is the Chiddush of that line? Obviously, if she's answering other people from having enough from her, she's not losing out anything. She's not answering herself from having enough from anyone else. So why would you think that that's Inay Nefesh? Why does Shmuel have to tell us that a Baal cannot be made for Aisha's Nedim when she's answering other people from having enough from her? So the Ritzvah says, in Hanami, the Iker point of Shmuel is the Sefer, he's just setting up the Sefer, that in Hanami, if she asks other people from having enough from her, then the husband can't be made for her. But, if she asks herself from having enough from one person, even though it's only one person, still, he could be made for that's considered Inu Nefesh. But the Mi'iri has a different shaft. The Mi'iri says, there's a tremendous Chiddush in this line. Shmuel is saying, that every nether in the world is Inu Nefesh, and a Baal can be made for her. Except for one nether, if she says Hanasi Alpani that she's answering other people from having enough from her, there is an aspect of inner nefesh, and you would think that the husband can be made for. What's the aspect of inner nefesh? So Meiri says because she has a lot of charata that she let her caste get to her, and she got carried away in her caste, and she made a nether, so she feels a lot of pain by knowing that her caste caused her to have this nether, and she has tremendous charata. So one would think that maybe the Baal can be made for her because she has inu nefesh that she's mischarit from making the nether bekas. On that we say that that's not enough to be called inu nefesh. Even though Shmuel is saying that it's very easy to be, to be considered inu nefesh, that's only when there's an actual inu. If she asks us something that might come to an actual pain, of a personal pain, then we say that's considered inu nefesh. But if the whole thing is a harata, that she's upset at what she did, that's not on the level of Inu Nefesh, and therefore even Shmuel, who's very liberal in his approach to what's called Inu Nefesh, this would not be considered Inu Nefesh, and you can't be made for So to summarize, in the first line of Shmuel, that every neder that, about, that Isha makes, the Baal Mefil Ishtai, we have Machleks Bishayim, the Ran learns, and it only means in the Dharma of Inu Nefesh, and the Rasmus learning means every neder, since they might come to Inu Nefesh, and on the next line of Shmuel, that Chutzman Anasi Alpaini, the Ritva holds is no Chiddush, and he's saying there is a Chiddush that's not called Inu Nefesh, even though she's having Karata. Now, continuing on in the Gemara, the Gemara asks on Shmuel's last statement. Shmuel's last halacha was that when you answer yourself from having enough from, from a specific person, so Allah is the Baal Kudi Mefer, even though she's only asking from one person, that's still considered Inu Nefesh, and the Baal Kudi Mefer. So the Gemara asks from Al Mishnah. The Mishnah says, "Tashma Pedro's chenven She answers herself from having hanav from a certain chenveni, from using the Pedro's of a certain chenveni. He can't be made for. He's not considered inu nefesh. So the Gemara asks, "Why is that not inu nefesh? Just like it's considered inu nefesh when you ask yourself from having hanav from a specific person, so too the Pedro's of a specific chenveni should be as much inu nefesh as small as halacha. So why is halacha that he can't be made for? On that, the Gemara answers a very not clear lashon. The big machloek is showing him how to exactly touch it. The actual lashon of the Gemara is Masnisin Rabbi Yisihi, 
So the Ran learns that the Gemara is saying a very simple answer. The Mishnah is of Yaisi, and this has no bearing on our din of Shmuel, because Shmuel is going according to the Rabbanon. So the Rabbanon could hold that when you ask a specific person, it is called Inu Nefesh, and our Mishnah that's saying it's not Inu Nefesh when you ask the parents from a specific harmony, that's because we're going according to Rabbi Yaisi. So the Ran asks, why do we end off saying that when the Mishnah says you can't be made for, it means you can't be made for because of Inu Nefesh, but you could be made for because of the Dharma Shabbat no. On that the Ran says, we're just addressing a side issue. The Gemara held, it's not a staver that according to Rabbanon it's Inu Nefesh, and according to Rabbi Yaisi it's not even Dharma Shabbat no. On that the Gemara speaks out, Shmuel is going according to the Rabbanon, the Mishnah is Rabbi Yaisi, and you should know that even according to Rabbi Yaisi, when we said you can't be made for, we don't mean you can't be made for at all. We just meant you can't be made for me din, you can't be made for me din, but you could be made for me din, because it's not a staver that according to Rabbi Yaisi it would be nothing, and according to Rabbanon it would be inner nefesh. That means the last line of the Gemara is just addressing a side question you might have on the first terrace. However, most Rishonim, Taisus and the Rosh, they learn, they are saying two separate answers. The first answer is that Shmuel is going according to Rabbanon and the Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Another answer is that maybe Shmuel and the Mishnah are not arguing. When Shmuel says you could be Mefer, and when the Mishnah says you can't be Mefer, they mean the same thing. Shmuel is saying you could be Mefer under the guidelines of Dvarim Shemayin but he never meant you could be Mefer with the guidelines of Inu Nefesh. The Mishnah that said you can't be Mefer, they meant the same thing, just they were talking in a backwards terminology. They were saying you can't be made for midin inu nefesh, but of course you could be made for midin varnish So Shmuel and the Mishnah are talking about the same exact halacha. They're just saying it in different ways. Now the Ran brings down such a pshat that maybe the Gemara means to say that Shmuel and the Mishnah mean the same halacha. Because Shmuel only meant that you could be made for midin varnish and the Mishnah is saying the same halacha. On that he asks that it's not mustafa to say that pshat. Because why would you need to say that the Mishnah is Rabbi Yaisi? Which sounds like Shmuel is the Rabbanon. Why is that important? Who cares who Shmuel is and who the Mishnah is? If the answer is that Shmuel and the Mishnah are saying the same halacha, then it doesn't matter who the Mishnah is. Say if the Mishnah is Rabbi Yaisi or if it's the Rabbanon, it doesn't matter. Shmuel is saying the same halacha as the Mishnah. So why would the Gemara need the Hagdama to say that the Mishnah is Rabbi Yaisi and Shmuel is not Rabbi Yaisi? It's not important. Now, the Rishash speaks out an obvious thing, that the Ran's cash is only Lashitase, that it's one answer. But if you learn, like Taizah and the Rosh, that there's two answers going on, so there's no mocking for this kasha. So he's really, he really asks this question on the Karban Asanel. The Karban Asanel on the Rosh. The Rosh brings down these two Pshatim. And then the Karban Asanel says, but it's very shver in the second Pshat of the Rosh, that the Gemara is answering that Shmuel and Ibyaisi at Shmuel and the Mishnah mean the same thing, so the Karmah Sanal asks, but you have the Ran's Kasha, the Ran asks, if the point of the Territ of the Gemara is that Shmuel and the Mishnah are saying the same halacha, why did the Gemara have to get involved who the Mishnah is? Is the Mishnah of Yaisi or the Rabban? Who cares? All we're answering is that, is that Shmuel and the Mishnah are the same halacha. 
So the Rishash asked on the Karmana Sandal that if you learn like the Rosh, there's no mocking for the Ram's Kasha because there's two separate Shrutsim in the Gemara. First, the Gemara is answering that the Mishnah's Rabbi Yaisi and Shmuel's not going like Rabbi Yaisi. The second terrace is that Shmuel is going according to whoever you want it to be going according to, but there's nothing schwer because Shmuel is saying the same halacha as the Mishnah. And in Echanami, in the second terrace of the Gemara, that Shmuel is saying the halacha of the Mishnah, we don't care who Shmuel is going, who Shmuel is going like. So the Karmana Sandal was asking on the Rosh, the Ran's Kasha has no mocking, the Rishash points out. The Ran only asks his Kasha on himself because he never had this Girsa that there's two Tarutsim going on. So if there's one terrace, he had a Kasha. How could you say that the Gemara means at the end that, Sh- that Shmuel and the Mishnah are saying the same Allah? If so, why do we have to get involved with who the Mishnah is? But if you learn, like the Russian Taisa, that there's two Tarutsim going on, so obviously the Gemara's first terrace is the Mishnah of Yaisi and Shmuel is going according to Rabbanan. And the second terrace is that Shmuel and the Mishnah mean the same halacha, and we don't care who they're going like. Now there's one more issue with this Gemara, and that is Rabbeinu Yaina's Kasha. The Taisvis brings down the shame of Yaina, an obvious question. How could we say that when she answers the Paris of a certain Chenveni, so we're saying you can't be made for her, that just means that you can't be made for me didn't eat her nefesh, but you could be made for me didn't The question is, where is the Beinayla Beinah? means there's some issue between the husband and the wife. This affects their relationship. The marshal, if she says she's not going to, to Kishut or Richut or Richitza, so we understand that's a Dover that affects their relationship. But in this case, that she's answering the payers of a certain Chemini, so if that's not called Ina Nefesh, so why should that be called a Dvarn Shemena Where exactly is there any effect to him in regards to this nether? So the Kesem Mishnah, in Hilch Nadarim, Perikid Beis, Halacha he says, a big Kiddush, and this teaches us a big Havana in what exactly Benalavena is. And he says that since if she can't have enough from this Chemveni, it's going to end up, you're talking that he's going to have to be Matriach to get her payers from somewhere else, so it ends up having repercussions on him. That's also called Benalavena. Benalavena doesn't have to be that you made a nether to the husband to ask for something to him, rather, anything that might create a tirch on his part. So this is a nether that's affecting his chiyuvim to her. He's going to have to get a payers from somewhere else. Since he's going to have to get a payers from somewhere else, therefore that's considered beinayla beinah. It's just similar to what we said from the Rajba on Amun Aleph to explain Shmuel Gabi inner nefesh, that anything that might come to inner nefesh is considered inner nefesh. Now we're seeing the Kasimishna to answer Benayana's kasha is saying that by Benayla Benayla you have the same halacha. That anything that might come to Benayla Benayla, even though in the nether, the actual nether that was made, has nothing to do with the relationship between the husband and the wife. But since if she's answering payers from a certain chemini, it might cause him to have a tirchah, that's also called Benayla Benayla. Therefore the Gemara says that even like Rebbe that's not an inner nefesh, you still can be made for me din, Tvarnish Benayla Benayla. The Gemara continues, Amr of Yehuda Mashmuel, Yomar brings the din of Shmuel that if an Isha makes a neder from two kikaros, two pieces of food, one of them causes her an inoy and one doesn't cause her an inoy. So Shmuel's nechadish, a new din, a new din of mitaych, that since the hafara is chal on the chilek of the neder that causes her an inoy, therefore 
the hafara also works on the chilek and the nether, which did not have an inoy, and Rebbechon argues, he says, He does not hold of this yesoid of mitoich. Now, what exactly is this case that one of the kikarois is not a mis'ana, it doesn't cause uh, any inoy nefesh? So the Ran says, the case is that there's a pas nekiah and a pas kiber. One of them is a good, clean bread, and one of them is a pas kiber, not such a clean bread. Therefore, there's no inui when she's asking herself from eating this bread because it's not on the standard of a pas nekiah. It's not on the standard that causes her an inui. However, the Mefarish and the Rosh, they learn that the reason why there's no inui on the second kikar is because she only wants to eat one kikar. If she'll be allowed to eat one kikar, then she won't have any inui. So when she asks the two kikaris, only one of them is causing her an inui. And if you'll be made for one and she's allowed to eat one, there won't be any inui in this that she's not eating the second one. So the two mahalachim to learn the Gemara. Now, the Ran, is you talking that he didn't like this shot of the Mefarish and the Rosh, because in essence, each one is an inui nefesh. You're only going to say something's not an inui nefesh if the nether on this chefsa is not causing me any pain. But in the case of the Mefarish and the Rosh, the nether on each chefet b'fneyatzme is causing me pain. The only reason there's no inui nefesh is because I have another one to eat. So to talk to them that the Iran held, that would be called an inner nefesh on both of them. Each one is something that in and of itself causes me pain, causes inner nefesh. The only way to have that there's no inner nefesh is that it's a lower quality bread. Then we'll say there's no inner nefesh. That's the clear why the Iran didn't like the shot of the other Rishayim. Now, all the Rishayim bring a Tesefta. The Tesefta says that if an Isha makes a neder, mimin shehurala, from something that's bad for her, it's unhealthy for her to eat it. It's mazik or guf. So the Tesefta says that it's called an inner nefesh, and the Baal can be made for So the Ramban, the Ritva, they all ask, how does that stem with our sugya? Our sugya is saying that a kikar that does not cause inner nefesh, you can't be made for. The only way you can be made for is through Shmuel's chiddush of mitoich, and Rabbi Yechim does not hold of mitoich, therefore you can't be made for the kikar that doesn't cause inner nefesh. How does it stem with the Tesefta? The Tesefta says, that if an Isha is neither from a Kika that's Ra'ala, the Baal could be made for. So, this big two Mahalchim and Shulchan Aruch, the Taz and Yerodeya, Reish Lama Dalit, Sifkotan and Aleph, the Taz answers this Kasha, that the case of the Tesefta, it might be unhealthy, but no one ever said she doesn't want it. She wants to eat an unhealthy thing. So on that we say, if she's neither from something that's Ra'ala, it's unhealthy, but since she wants to eat it, she has a Cheshik to eat it, so it is considered inner nefesh. We're talking about a past kibber that she doesn't want to eat. So if she doesn't want to eat it, that's not inner nefesh. In other words, inner nefesh is not totally in Metzius if it's good for her body or not good for her body. Rather, it's totally, is this causing her distress? Is it causing her pain? She wants to eat it and she can't. So therefore, the Tesefta says you could be made for her. And the Babli, our Gemara, says you can't be made for her because in our case, she doesn't want to eat it. If you don't want to eat it, there's no inner nefesh. The Shach brings down, one of his Terutzim, that the Sept is talking about when she asked her the entire min. She said, I will never eat candy. So even though it's unhealthy, and maybe she doesn't even want to eat it, but when you ask her an entire min, that's automatically an inner nefesh. Since there's much broader ramifications of your nether, and you're asking the entire min, so even though it might not be perfect for you to eat, and you might not have such an inner nefesh, you're not eating it, but since you're asking the entire min, so that goes under the guidelines of inner nefesh. 
Mashenkin, our Gemara, our Gemara is talking about when she's answering a specific kikar. So if you're answering a specific kikar, and she doesn't want, even want to eat the kikar because it's past kibar, so then we say there's no major inner nefesh happening. You're only answering a specific particle of food, and that particle you don't even want to eat so badly. Therefore, it's not an inner nefesh. Those are the tutorutsim for the teisefta. Now, what's the beer hamachlekes? Shmuel and Rabbi Eichanan, if you say mitaych. So there are three or four mahalachim in the Rishonim how to explain this machlaikis. The Ran has a long arichas, and he explains Bikitza like this. We have a Pasuk, the Gemara brings it down, and a Pezayin, you can't make a hafara on a half a nether. If someone, Aisha, asks herself from Te'enim and Anavim, and you're only made for half the nether, the hafara won't be chal. You can't be made for half a nether, there's a Pasuk, Yafi Renu, you have to be made for the entire nether. So here, when you have a case that she made a neder, which is part inoy nefesh and part not inoy nefesh, in theory she should not be able to be made for even the chilik of inoy nefesh. Because since we have a halacha that you can't be made for half a neder, and here all he can be made for is half the neder, so kipshutai, nothing should be chal. He should not be able to be made for this neder. Comes along Shmuel, and Shmuel says, since the Torah gave the Baal of power to be, ma- to be made for her in the Dharma of Inoy Nefesh, and this nether has an aspect of Inoy Nefesh, so we have to be able to allow you to be made for So we really have a steer in the Torah. On one hand, we have Allah that you're able to be made for any nether that your wife makes that has Inoy Nefesh. But on the other hand, we have a Pasuk that you can't be made for half a nether. So it must be that the Torah is allowing you to be made for the whole nether. The Lashon of the Ran is, The Mis'ana B'Shein Mis'ana Talia. The Torah said that the Baal has a power and a kayach to knock out a nether of inner nefesh from his wife. And if the only way to be able to knock out a nether of inner nefesh is by knocking out the whole nether, then we have to say mitayich. We have to say that the entire nether is going to be muffer. Because if not, you'll have no way to be made for the nether of inner nefesh. Rabbi Yechonon argues, and he says this pasik that you can't be made for half a nether, means you have to be made for the entire inner nefesh of the nether. So in the case of the Gemara later on, on Pezayin, where she was neither from Te'enim and Anavim, and you're made for only Te'enim or only Anavim, then obviously we're going to say, you're missing the tie of the Pasuk of Yifiranu, and therefore the Hafar is not Chal. But in our case, that you were made for the entire Chilik in the nether, which is an inner nefesh, you were the Pasuk. You were made for the entire nether that you are able to be made for. Therefore, you do not have this problem that you can't be made for half a nether. So there's no reason for us to say mitaych. That's the Ran's beer in the Machlaikis, Shmuel and Rebbechner. However, the Rosh is mavur that he had a different shot in the Machlaikis. When the Rosh explains mitaych, his Lashon is, Mitaych shehu meifel ha-mesana, meifel ha-shein mesana, tekibon de nether echad hu, ve-ispeik sas inui af b'sheni, meifer af b'sheni. He says, the Svar of mitaych is, since you can be made for, for the chilek of the neder that has an inu nefesh, and even the chilek that doesn't have an inu nefesh has a ksas inu nefesh, there is an aspect of inu even in the second kikr. So then we say that since it's one neder, and even the chilek that's not an inu nefesh is a ksas inu nefesh, therefore mitoich that the hafar is chal on the chilek of inu nefesh, it's chal also on the other chilek. So obviously, if the havana was like the ran, that we're saying that you really only have a power to be made for half the nether. And there's no magical din of mitayich and greiro that a hafara on part of a nether travels over to the other half. Rather, the entire din is, 
you are trying to be made for this chelik of the nether, and we have no way to let you be made for this part of the nether without giving you a chelik on the other chelik of the nether. But according to the Ran, there's no reason for us to say that you need a ksas inuy on the second chelik, on the chelik that has no inuy nefesh. If in the rush we see that you need to have a ksas inuy in the chelik of the nether that's not the inuy, so it's clearly an inyan of greira. He's taking the Gemara literally, that we're dragging over the hafara. And since you were made for part of the nether, automatically the hafara part of the nether will transfer over to the other chilek of the nether if it's at least in the parsha of hafara. If it has excess in a nefesh, that means that atzma you can't be made for. So then we say, but if you have a hafara being chal on this nether, on part of it, so it could transfer over and work on this chilek also. And it's important, this nekuda also of the rush, the rush points out that it's one nether. That means we look at it like one nether, and in this nether you have a koyach hafara completely on chilek and like a ksas, a power to be made for on the other chilek. So mitzad atzmi can't be made for, but once you're being made for on the nether, and the, even the part that's not a mas'ana has a little inu nefesh, so the hafara works on that chilek also. Now, the truth is that even in the ran, we find such an idea because the ran sticks in before he gets involved in the machlekes amitayich, he says, the kivan deshtem devar achila. There we say, mefil shein mesana begrara de mesana. So the Ran also needs that there's some connection between these two chalakim of the neder. They're both foods. If they're both foods, then we say mitoch. So it's not clear in the Ran if he's chayzer from that because once he says his svara of Yafi Ranu that we need the hafara to be chal on half, and the only way for it to be chal on half is if it's chal on the other half. So the the same halach should apply if you made one nether, part of it was a achila and part of it was something else completely. She says she's not going to use the cheer. L'chayra should be able to use this svara that since you have a power to be made for inner nefesh and the only way to be made for inner nefesh is if you can be made for the other part, that should be us to allow the hafara to work on the whole nether. So we could say one of two options. We could say that Duran only said that idea that you need Shtayim Dvar Achila before he said his Pshat. And Enachanami, once he says his Pshat in the Machlaik of and Shmuel, he's being Chayzer from this tonight. But it's more likely that the Ran means some form of Tziruf. That even though we're saying that according to Shmuel is a Halacha, that we're allowing you to be made for the entire Neder, because if we're not going to allow you to be made for the entire Neder, then you can't even be made for half. But that also has to have a pshat and has to have a gather. We're not going to say that if you made two separate nedarim that really have no shaykh to each other, we're not going to allow you to be made for the entire nether, which let's say he was neither not to use a cheer. She was neither not to use a cheer and not to eat a specific piece of, of food. We're not going to say that since you can be made for on the food, therefore you can be made for on the cheer. There has to be some connection for us to say some form of mitayich, that since you made a hafara, which... This hafar is on one type of nether. On part of it, it can work, and on part of it, it can't work. So there we say, since we have to have it work on this part, we're going to allow you to do some form of greater and drag in the other part of the nether into the hafara. But if they have nothing to do with each other, then we're not going to be able to say, mitoich, and automatically be made for the whole thing. Once you say this, then maybe the rush also could be learning that Machleikis of Yechon and Shmuel is, like the Ran says, Hadadash and Yafi Ranu. All the Rosh is saying is, he's just arguing on the Ran, that you need to have excess Inuit to do this Indian of Greira. Because even like the Ran, it would sound like a little, there is an Indian of Greira going on. Therefore, we need some con- connection between the two Chalakim and the Nether. The Ran saying the connection is they're both foods. 
And the Rosh would say, the connection is they both have some form of inner nefesh. But it doesn't have to necessarily mean that the Rosh completely argues on the Ran. Unless we say, like we said earlier, that the Ran is being chayzer from this tonight, ain't a chanami. Once you have the Ran's Yisrael and the Machlaikis, there's no reason to have tonight that they're both Zvarm of Achila. And then the Rosh would be arguing on the Ran. There's another Mahalach in the Machlaikis, and that's the Mahalach of the Ritva. The Ritva brings down, not like the Ran, he learns the case of the Gemara is she made two separate Nadarm, 20 minutes apart. She was neither from this Kikr. 20 minutes later, she makes another nether on a different kicker. Still, we say it didn't mitayich. So his lashon is, mitayich, the Torah gave you a schus to be made for the nether of Inay Nefesh, they also gave you a schus to be made for the other nether. It's very not clear in the Ritva why exactly we say such a mitayich. At least in the Ran, we had a svara. Even in the Rosh, it's one nether. Um, one nether we say that once you're being made for the nether and the other part of the nether has excess Inay Nefesh, so it it could move over, and we could drag in the other chelik of the nether into the afara. But in the ritzvah, it's very hard to understand why we should say that since you have a character made for one nether, you could be made for the other nether. So I think this much we have to say is the ritzvah is not going to say as halacha on two different type of nedarim. He just holds that by kikur, it's a similar nether, so you made two nedarim on a certain type of food. One of them is inay nefesh, and one is not inay nefesh. So we say, since the Torah gave you a schuz to mefer, the nether that was inay nefesh, so the other nether that's a similar nether, you could drag along into that far, and not really dragging along, actually you have a schuz to mefer that nether also. But it's pretty obvious that if you made two unrelated nether, one is that you're not going to eat a piece of food, and one is that you're not going to sit on a chair, doesn't sound likely that the Ritva would say that since you can be made for the nether of Inhin Nefesh, you're also going to get a schuz to be made for the other Nadarim. It's likely that every Chiddush the Ritva is saying, he's only saying on a similar type of nether, so the Rabbana didn't go and give you, the Torah didn't go and give you a schuz on one nether and not the other. Once we're giving you a schuz to be made for the Inhin Nefesh, we'll give you a schuz for the other one, which is a similar nether, even though there's no Inhin Nefesh, we'll give you a schuz also. The Ritva brings down also that Yeshayimrim, which is the Ran that we're talking about, one nether, the Ran and the Rosh are clear that we're talking about one nether. The Ritva is learning that there's two nedarim going on and still there's an Indian of Mitech. There's a fourth Shah in the Sugyu, besides the Ran, the Rosh, and the Ritva, and that's in the Shita. But that Shah, we need a little Hakdama. The Rosh has a tremendous question. There's a Gemara earlier in the Masechta that we say that a nether shehutur miksase hutur kuloi. If someone makes two chalakim to a nether, and one of them becomes null and void. The case over there was a chacham was matter half the nether. So we say once you matter half the nether, the other chelik of the nether that didn't have ataro also falls away. So frakti rosh, how could there be echanan say mayfila masana? Vein mayfila shein masana that a bal has a kayak to be made for half of a nether. The question is, the second that you made for half the nether, so half the nether falls away, the second that you don't, you're missing half the nether, then the entire nether should be bottled based on this klal of nether, so the rush answers, there's a big chilek between a chacham and a baal, it's really based on the Gemara, Nazar, Gemara says that a chacham is oikir a nether limafreya, but a baal is only mefer and oikir the nether mikan laba, but we don't say that you were oikir limafreya that you never made a nether. You had a nether till now, Mikan Labo, this nether will not answer. That's the Gemara's Maskana in Nausea. So the Rosh says this whole din of nether, Shahutra Miksasi, Hutra Kuloi, is when you're Oikirat Lamafreya, which means the way it works by a Baal is you're making it into a Tayus. He's making a Pesach and a Harata that ruins the nether. There was never a nether here. That nether was made on a false assumption 
So the nether is a toyiz. Once the nether is a toyiz, so even if only a chilek of the nether is a toyiz, but she never meant to be neither half the nether. So if you're telling her there's a mistake in that nether, and you never meant that part of the nether, then even the other part that's not hutra will end up becoming mutter, because she never meant to make half the nether. And the part that she made was a toyiz that she never really made it. So you're left with only half the nether, which she never meant to make, so the whole nether is bottle. But when the Baal is made for only Mikhan Labal, there's no reason to say this din of Hutra Mishdasa, Hutri Kulin. That's a terror to the rush. Comes along the Shittim Kubetzis, and he says an amazing thing. He says, All the Bishayim are asking, What Shan Shmuel? What Shan Shmuel? Why should you say Mitayach? And we have this whole shot from the, from the rush and the Ran. Zakti Shita, I'll tell you the Bishan. The Bishan is. This other kasha of the rush, the rush is asking, why don't we apply the rule of Nedish Hutra Mikdash to Hutra Kuloi? What's Shani of Yechanan? And for the Shita, that's Shani Shmuel. Shmuel holds you could apply the rule of Nedish Hutra Mikdash to Hutra Kuloi in our Sugu also. I, the rush has a great point that when the Chacham is Eiker and Nedish is Eiker Lamarfei and a Baal is only Mikan Labo, Zok the Shita Shmuel holds Baal is Eiker Lamarfei also. That whole Gemara knows it's not like Shmuel. That Gemara that says a Baal is his guys and it's only Eker from now on does not stem with Shmuel. Shmuel is Mechadish. That a Baal is also Eker Lamarfeya. And once you're Eker Lamarfeya, it turns out you never made that part of the nether. So we apply this rule of Nedr Hutra Miksasi Hutra Kulay. If you made a nether with two Chalakim and one of them turns out you never really made, it was a Tayus. You were Eker Lamarfeya. So you only left with half the nether and you never meant to make half the nether. So the entire nether will be bottled. That is the din of Shmuel. The Rosh's question on Rabbi Yechanan, Dr. Shita, that's Shan Shmuel. So what does Rabbi Yechanan hold? So now one could have said that Rabbi Yechanan holds like the Gemara Nazir. It's unlikely that both Amirayim over here would argue on the Gemara Nazir, and that would be good for the Machoikis. That Rabbi Yechanan would hold the Baal is only Eikrim and therefore, Mephil Mazana, Ve Mephil Shain Mazana. And uh, this dinner of Mitayach of Shmuel is a Chiddush, because he holds, he argues on the Gemara Nazir, and he holds that a Baal could be Eikrim and Freya. However, the Shita doesn't want to say that. So he says a big Chiddush, that Yechonon also agrees with Shmuel. That means the entire Gemara in the Dharam is going, that a Baal is being Eikel Lamar Freya. Yechonon just holds that the Pesukim are mashma, that a Baal only has a Koyach to be made for the Chilik of Inay Nefesh, not the Chilik that's not Inay Nefesh. And therefore, it's exactly like Kosov, that the Chilik that's not Inay Nefesh will blight. That means, really, in theory... We do have a rule of Nether Shabbat Lemixasi Baal Lekuloi, but the Zixeris are caused by a Baal that you don't have a Koyach to knock out a Nether that's not in a Nefesh. So even when a Nether has two Chalakim, if we're going to say that by being made for on the Chalik of Inner Nefesh, Memela, you can be Mavatal, even the Chalik that's not in a Nefesh, that's really not stimming with the guidelines of the Posse. The Posse is pretty clear, Dr. Shita, Rabbi Echner holds, that you only could knock out a Nether that has in a Nefesh, the Chalik that does not have in a Nefesh, you can't knock out. So even though we have a rule, by Inu Nefesh of a Baal, this exerts a Kosov that only the Chelik of Inu Nefesh is Baal and not the Chelik that's not Inu Nefesh. So, really, in summary, we have four or maybe three Mahalchim in the Machlaikis Shmuel and Rabbi The Ran said the Machlaikis is how to dash in Yafi Banu, how to get out of the problem that you can't make Hafar on half a nether. So, because of that, maybe Shmuel holds you have to have a din of Mitaych. The Rosh said is Inu Iksas, therefore we could drag the Chelek that's Inu Iksas and put it into the Afara. We pointed out that maybe the Ran and the Rosh would be like a Tziruf. 
the Ritzva holds this two nedarim going on, and there's a Chiddush that Mitoich we gave you a schus to be made for that nether, you also can be made for the other nether. And the Shita is learning Mitoich of Shmuel that since you being Oikah the nether, Lomafreya, therefore we could apply the rule of Nedja Batlamiksasai Batra Kula. Now the end of the Ran, the Ran has a kash like this. He asked, we have a Gemara, actually a Mishnah on the Fsadiyam Abayz. She made a nether that's answering herself from all Yidim, that no one could do Tashmish with her. So the Baal should be made for his Chalik. He'll be muttered to do Tashmish with her, but she's still also to everyone else. Fact Duran, what do you mean? We have a Dimitaich. You can't be made for half a nether. On that he says, is a big Chalik. When do we say the Din that you can't be made for half a nether and therefore. Shmuel will hold that the entire nether becomes muffer. That's only by Inu Nefesh. But by Dvarim Shabbat no, you could be made for half the nether. You could be made for your chilek, and the chilek that's not Negei you, it's only the Gavi other people, will not become muffer. The Ran says it makes a lot of sense, this distinction. Why? Because by Inu Nefesh, that the point of the hafara, the schus we gave to the Baal to knock out the nether, is to take away her pain so if she has pain and you're only taking away half the nether, the other nether still has pain, there's still inner nefesh on the other chilek, how is that taking away the inuit? Therefore we say that you can't take away half the inuit. The whole point of giving you a schus to be made for is to take away your inuit, you have to take away the whole thing. But is not really taking away her issues, it's actually your issues. You're makbun on something, so you could take it away. So then we say only the part that you're makbun on, do you have to take away? The part that you're not makbin on, you don't have to take away. There's no reason why we should say you only can be made for the entire nether. That is how the Ran explains the chilek between inner nefesh and beinoy leveinu. The Karanoira says a beautiful pshat. He says there's a big difference between inner nefesh and beinoy leveinu. A fundamental difference in lumdus. What you're doing when you're made for. By inner nefesh, you're eradicating the nether. It's over. You're made for the nether... There's a hatar mikan labo, the nether does not exist anymore. But by Beinoil of it obviously exists. The halacha is, if you divorce her and she remarries someone else, the halacha is the nether is chal back on you. Even the husband that made the hatfara doesn't mean that for his life he's not going to have this nether affecting him. It's only knocked out legabi when he's married to her. When they get divorced and she marries someone else, the Gemara said in the beginning of the parak, the nether comes back. So that obviously that hatara, that hafara that he made was not totally eradicating this nether. It was matir the nether that's still here. If you're only being matir the nether that's still around and it will reawaken the second that it's able to reawaken, the second that she marries someone else and it's not considered be nether, no, it's not affecting their relationship because now she's married to someone else, then the nether is going to come back. Such a hatara, which doesn't totally eradicate the nether, is not going to have the guidelines of Yafiranu. Yafiranu says, you can't be mefer and eradicate half a nether. Over here, you're not really eradicating it. I'm just pushing it off. I'm saying the nether is kayim ba'olam, and I'm just matir that the isurim that the nether tried to make will not affect me. But the nether is still here. So you don't have this problem with Yafiranu. This is the pshat of the Karen Eru. Now there's one last Indian. Let's negate this again. Yeah, that is the Rosh's last kasha. The Rosh asks that we have a mission later on in the parak that when she makes a nether from te'enim and anavim, and you're only made for the te'enim, ain't a muffer, that far is not chal at all. So he asks, 
How does Shmuel, Shnimadah Mishnah, Shmuel says that Nodra Mishneki Karois, Mishachas, Mishana, Mishachas, Mishana, so we say the Yisoyed of Mitoich, that since the Neder, the Afar is Chal in part, it's automatically Chal in the whole thing, so that Mishnah also, Enachanami, you're only made for half, why don't we say there's an automatic Mitoich, and it should drag along and be made for the entire Neder? Now, according to the Ran's Havana, there's no mocking for this Kasha. The Ran had said the entire Yisrael of Mitoich is that since we have no way for you to be made for this nether, because part of it is not Masana, and only part of it is Masana, and we have a rule of Yifiranu that you can't be made for half a nether, so since we have no way for you to be made for the Chelek of Inoi Nefesh, therefore we had to drag along the Chelek that's not an Inoi Nefesh. But on the mission of Te'enim and Anovim, that the entire nether is a nether of Inoi Nefesh, and you had a power to be made for the entire nether, so Shmuel is never going to say Mitoich. Mitoich is not a svara that automatically it's one nether, so you drag along the other part of the nether into the afara. Rather, it's a din that we have no way for this atara to be chal, this afara to be chal. Therefore, we have to let the other part of the nether be muffer. But there's no rule of dragging. But state in the rush, the rush that's asking this kasha, he holds like we were medai from his lashon that there's an inuiksas. He's understanding that there is a form of dragging going on. There's a greater. You made a hafara on this nether, and this nether has in it an aspect that's not included in the hafara because it's not inay nefesh. So we say, since it's excess inay nefesh, it gets dragged along. So he has a good kasha. Why does the mission later on say that when you're only made for on the te'enim, so that novim are not going to have hafara, and actually even the te'enim won't have hafara, why don't we say you were made for part of the nether, and the other nether, the other chilek of the nether is able to have hafara, so you drag it along with it. So, Earlier we had a clear if the Ran and the Rush are arguing or not, from here it would be pretty clear that the Rush has a totally different Havana than the Ran. The Ran has not doing an Indian of Greyro, the Rush is doing an Indian of Greyro. What's the Rush's answer? The Rush answers there's a big chilek between our Sugya and the Sugya later on. The Sugya on the Febe's our Sugya is talking about when you did not specify which part your Hafara is going on. She made a nether from Shteki Karais and you said Mufalach. So you made a hafara stam. We don't know which part you're referring to. So Rabbi Yechon says it only could work on the part of the Inuit. Shmuel says, Mitaych that it works on the part of the Inuit will drag along also the part that's not the Inuit. But that's only because you were saisim in your hafara and you did not specify that you wanted to only be hafara on the chilek of the nether. Masha'en came, the Mishnah later on, when you specified that you're making a hafara on the te'enim and not the anavim, there's no way for us to stick in and drag along the other chilek. The whole din of dragging is when you made a afar on the entire nether and it shouldn't work on part of the nether. We, so since you use the lashon, which is going on the entire nether, we allow you to drag along the other chilek of the nether, which is not an nefesh. But if you specified that you want your afar to only be on part of a nether, you can't drag along the other chilek. Now, the entire rush is really going in Shitas Shmuel. He never really spoke about Rebbe but the Torah in Yerdea, Simon Reish Lamadal, and Paskins like Rabbi Yechonon, that Mephila Mesana, Vein Mephila Shein Mesana. But the Torah says that you should know Rabbi Yechonon is only talking about a case that you were Saisim, and you didn't specify that that first would only be going on a Chelek. So where does he get this from? So the Shach, in Reish Lamadal, Sifkat Ein Zayin, he says the Torah has the same Mikar as the Rush. The Torah is bothered by the Rush. How. Is Rabbi Yechanan going to shim with that Mishnah? The Rosh was asking on Shmuel. How is Shmuel going to shim with that Mishnah? Shmuel holds you always drag along the other chilek of the nether. But really, you have the same kasha Rabbi Yechanan. The Mishnah later on says that the, ha- the Hafar is not chal at all. And here we have Rabbi Yechanan saying that it's chal halfway. 
So the Torah said you have to say the same answer. Rabbi Yechonah is talking about a case that you were Saisim. When you Saisim, then the Hafara could be Chal halfway. That Mishnah that says it's not Chal at all is talking about a case when you were Mepharish. The Shach himself, however, argues on the Torah, and he says there's no reason to say that Rabbi Yechonah's halacha is only by, only by Stam and not Mepharish. Because the Rosh's Kasha is Bedafka only on Shmuel. Because for Rabbi Yechonah, we can say a simple answer, which is really. Can the Ran's answer in the Mishnah that the entire neder that she made was Inoy Nefesh, Sayyidatayinim, Sayyidatayinim, they're all under the guidelines of Inoy Nefesh, and he went and he was only made for half. So if you're says you can't be made for half of a neder, since you only made for half of the Inoy Nefesh, half of the neder that you were able to be made for, that's called the Yifri Ranu, and therefore the Afar is not Chal. For now, a sugya that part of the nether is inner nefesh and part of the nether is not inner nefesh. And you're made for the chilek that is inner nefesh, so that's not a problem if you're anu, because you were made for everything that you're able to be made for. Only in Shmuel, that's Mechadish Allah of Greyrod, you could drag along the other part of the nether into the Afara via the Rosh Hazakasha. And a Chanami, and the Mishnah later on, it's all inner nefesh, and you were only made for half. But if you're made for half, why don't we say Greyrod and you drag along the other half? Just like Shmuel and Amosugi is dragging along the other half. On that he says, you only say Greira to drag along the other half when you made the Hafara Bistam. When you were made for the entire Nether Bistam, then we can say Greira and drag along the other half. Masha ain't Cain, in that Mishnah we only made for half. But in Rabbi Yechanan Zak the Shach, there's no reason for us to minimize Rabbi Yechanan's Allah and say he's only talking about Stam. Rather, even by Mefarish, Rabbi Yechanan would hold that it's Chal on the Dover of Inoy Nefesh, because that whole Mishnah that says you can't be made for half is talking about when the entire nether is Inoy Nefesh and you're only made for over half, then you have this far of the Ran that we say, if you're Renuksiv and you have to be made for the entire Inoy Nefesh and you can't be made for half of the Inoy Nefesh. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.